Welcome. Thanks for tuning in to The Good Nurse Outlook, a podcast about life from a nurse's point of view. But if you're not a nurse, that's okay too. Not only will I discuss things nursing and healthcare related, but everyday matters as well. Honestly, the topics are endless. I'm your host, Nurse Naj. Let's get into it. Hey, welcome to episode three of The Good Nurse Outlook. Thank you guys so much for leaving comments and text messages and responding to me on social media and liking my posts and reposting my posts and just supporting me. It's been so it's been so nice. Yes, it's been very nice. That's what it's been. Don't forget to keep it coming. <laughs> okay, be serious though. If you're listening to me on Spotify, please subscribe, please leave a review five stars preferably if you're watching me on youtube please leave a comment please engage with me please like subscribe if you're listening to me on any other platform oh apple apple podcast yes leave a review please and if you found me on tiktok welcome Uh, my name is Naja. i'm an er nurse i do travel nursing and i just graduated with my adult gerontology primary care nurse practitioner This podcast is for nurses. If you're not a nurse, it's fine. There's other topics that I will discuss. Just so happened these last couple of episodes are nursing related, uh, which bring me into episode three. Today's episode is how to cope after a bad shift. I'm sure you heard coworkers say things like, oh, once I get to the parking lot, I forget this job. Once I punch out, this job doesn't exist. However, that's not true. Many people actually bring their work problems home it's not unlikely to have a bad day at work and not go home to vent about it or beat yourself up about what occurred while driving home. You may feel some type of way once you return to work and that can affect how you work, how you present yourself when you're at work. A bad shift I know in nursing can be from working long hours without having a break, having a heavy assignment, feeling like your assignment was unfair, receiving an attitude or smart remarks during shift change, especially if you're a new nurse and you're giving report to a senior nurse. I know that can be like very intimidating because they already know the questions to ask before you even get there. They know what answers they want and sometimes you don't have them. And if you are that nurse that's just being mean to someone incoming, like don't be that nurse. Like you were once a new nurse as well. So like show grace nursing is 24 7 and not everything can be done on one shift show some kindness and worst of all a bad shift can be caused by conflict co-worker drama dealing with different personalities cultures egos and titles it could be too much according to an article on workplace conflict the statistics in 2022 state that 85 percent of employees experience some kind of conflict that's a lot 85 percent like if we were talking about work attendance like people don't even get 85 percent work attendance and now you got to go there and expect (laughs) there's an 85 percent chance of conflict that's gonna occur when you get there some percentages that really stuck out to me were 49 percent of workplace conflict happens as a result of personality clashes and egos 34 percent of workplace conflict happen among employees on the front line No surprise there. 33% of workplace conflict is a result of heavy workloads. This article must have just been like working as a nurse. (laughs) And as you can imagine, the outcomes related to workplace conflict are not that great. Personal insults, physical attacks, arguments, bullying, work call outs, just to name a few. And do not think that calling out is excessive. Because honestly, I know many people that call out 
because they had a terrible shift the night before or the day before and they just couldn't come in the next day regardless of title and I saw them the next day or the next time that I worked with them and they told me oh I just took a mental health day which many people in healthcare really don't do enough of y'all definitely should take those mental health days it's very very crucial to stay sane so how to deal with leaving a bad shift depending on the cause a bad shift can have you feeling worthless depressed incompetent not sure of yourself it can really send you in a spiral I remember I was in the ED I was the primary nurse the patient started coding on me I was doing compressions the PCT ran to get help and the MD came in and he started yelling at me and he's like why aren't you pushing meds and I'm like doing compressions like what and he just came down on me so hard and then of course more people came in and then the entire experience was just like so shocking and traumatizing people were yelling in different ways and then the tech was trying to put the pads on I was still doing compressions because no one had relieved me at the time another nurse came in and broke the crash cart and it was just like and then they're like who's the primary nurse and they're like she's doing compressions like, why are you doing compressions and I'm like somebody relieved me from compressions like <laughs> it was a mess <laughs> nonetheless the whole experience was just terrible and then after the situation the doctor had like an attitude with me all day and then co-workers were like, listen, you did the right thing. Like, patient codes, you're in the room. Someone went to get help. You start compressions. Like, duh, CPR, BLS 101. Nonetheless, I went home. I was so mad. I was like, who does he think he is? He, who does he think he's talking to like that? And, you know, all these things in my head. We are supposed to be working as a team. Not only you yelling at me is, like, stress. The situation is stressful. A patient coding in front of you and expiring in front of you is traumatic enough without the added pressures in the moment it can be so intense people don't even realize i went home i had nightmares um i was so mad with that md i didn't speak to him for weeks and nurses work three shifts a week unless it was about the patient i was not speaking with him i wasn't seeing if he wanted some coffee in the break room because we made i wasn't doing nothing i had no contact with this man and honestly it only hindered me because like i walked around with this attitude towards him because of the bad experience that i had when it could have been resolved in many other ways. So here's six things that you can do to help cope with after a rough shift and also improves your mental health. Number one, you wanna identify what made the shift bad. Was it the handoff report? Was it the heavy assignment? Was it that you didn't get a break, the coworker drama or conflict? You cannot address something that you cannot identify. Once you have identified the cause, you can navigate your emotions and develop a plan. Saying affirmations, I am a great nurse. I did the best I could in that moment. I trust my judgment. I trust my skills. I am a hard worker. I got this. Affirmations increase happiness, gratefulness. They reduce resistance, reinforce positive thinking, and they also help your subconscious thoughts. Studies also indicate that positive affirmations can help build and restore self-confidence. Did I even say number two? Number three exercise according to exercise and mental health an article by better health research shows that people who exercise regularly have better mental health and emotional well-being and lower rates of mental illness exercise not only boosts our moods concentration and alertness but it improves our cardiovascular and overall physical health the levels of chemicals in the brain such as serotonin stress hormones and endorphins they change when you exercise regular exercise can help you sleep better and good sleep helps you manage your mood. Physical activity can be an outlet for your frustrations 
studies show lower moderate intensity exercise is enough to make a difference in terms of your mood and thinking patterns. Start small, build up your activity gradually, vary your activities so you don't get bored, plan your workouts, write them down. I know, as a nurse, right, it's so hard to exercise. We have all these things going on. Even though we work three days, we're off one day and we're so tired, we can't do anything. And then we got to try to cram everything else into those other days, appointments, laundry, groceries, meal prepping, if you try. It's not only important to teach patients that they should be exercising, but us as healthcare providers, we should be doing the same. <laughs> Number four, journaling. Writing down your thoughts can help you understand them more clearly. Journalizing prioritizes your problems, identifies or recognizes triggers, while also helping you make important connections between thoughts. Journaling helps you acknowledge, accept, and gain control of your emotions while exploring your experience and shifting your perspective. There has been so many times where I've been so frustrated and I've just stepped back, I thought on it, and I was like, wow, I have so many thoughts that go on in my head at times that I write them down. But then when I write them down and I read them back, I realize like, oh, it's not that big of a deal or not even that. I did this, but I could have responded and reacted differently. And then that has also led me to like apologize for certain actions or even just in the future, make better choices in how I respond to certain situations. Number five, a quick vent, a 10 minute max. I'm telling you anything more than 10 minutes. I really want to say five, but anything more than 10 minutes, it's just gonna bring back those emotions and that anger that you have going on and it's not going to be beneficial for you at all i'm good for a quick five minute rant super quick i'm just like shooting out my problems tell me i'm right tell me they're wrong and we can rationalize the truth later however there are some bad sides to venting because when you vent the other person can confirm your emotions yeah th that's not you that's them don't sweat it and it can be nice to hear those confirmations but also if you're in the wrong then you want to be careful who you're venting to because you want to make sure that they're not just telling you what you want to hear venting can also bring clarity venting allows you to rationalize and validate your feelings concerns and experience the positive side of venting is that it can reduce stress however like i said earlier the negative is it can heighten stress keeping negative and aggressive thoughts alive. To be honest, I'm one of those people that needs to vent. I don't care what the situation is. I'm working on toning it down with the venting. I need to tell somebody what happened, how this person made me feel, and you need to listen to me. <laughs> but not everybody is a venter. Some people don't even want people to know that they are feeling some type of way. So they just hold it in, and then that comes to bite you in the butt later because I've seen this many times where then, oh, she's so nice, she's so quiet. And then that person explodes. Honey, it is like, that's why I be nice to everybody because I don't want no problems. Most people can hold in their um, experiences. They go to other coping mechanisms, which aren't the best. You know, doing other things that it could just probably be solved by just expressing it to someone or even getting a different point of view and being able to express it to the person you were having conflict with. Ah, <laughs> which brings me to number six, confront it address it right away deal with issues as they arise now this is a skill that takes time however no worries if a conflict arises take a breather think it over maybe express it to someone else first then revisit confronting the person once you have a level head if you have never experienced conflict let me be the one to tell you ignoring a problem and suppressing an experience can replay over and over in your head and then that just heightens your emotions 
and then you have all these thoughts like, oh, I should have said this or da 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 da, and you didn't say what you wanted to say, or maybe you didn't know how to say it. And then you think, next time they say something to me, I'm gonna be ready. <laughs> but it could be so small. So that person you had conflict with, right? Maybe they told you to do something, but you're still holding on to that anger from like two days ago or last week. And they tell you to do something, you fed up. You're like, I ain't doing nothing. And you spaz out. And, you know, you take it to the stream. People are going to be looking at you like you're the crazy one. They're going to be like, where did that come from? And that's why it's so important to address situations as soon as you can. Because unresolved issues, they never go away. It just makes room for passive aggressive attitudes in the workplace. If you're not comfortable confronting the issue, confront it in private. Even have like a mediator, have a manager or a charge nurse or a colleague that you feel kind of new in the situation. You know, express to them how you feel and then listen to their feedback. Try to squash it out with the purse because, because I said so. <laughs> when you're confronting issues with a person, be firm, be friendly, but direct. Involve a manager or a charge RN if needed. It does help to have an objective party in the room. During the incident when you did this, it made me feel like this. I don't appreciate your tone or how you're speaking with me, especially since we're all on the same team. Confronting issues can also help you and the other person see how things could have gone different. Opening a different perspective and a response. Bad shifts and conflicts are going to happen. Ignoring the issue or staying late, trying to clean up an assignment, it's not always going to work. Nurse, you are not your assignment, and lovely people, you are not your job. But you do have to go there, and you should be comfortable there. So if you're having a bad shift, please refer to these coping mechanisms. If you have any other things that you have done to help you cope after a bad shift, I know a lot of nurses joke about hitting the bar after a rough shift. And some of them don't joke. Some of them be serious. 2023, let's do effective coping mechanisms okay if you have any effective coping mechanisms that maybe i didn't hit or i missed let me know in the comments again thanks so much for tuning in to the good nurse outlook until next time stay well stay safe and be kind <laughs>